Amen? Amen. Amen. You may be seated. There are two primary ways that we know about God's faithfulness to us, and it's through testimonies. First, the testimony of God himself through his Son, through his Word, through his creation, and through his Spirit. The second is the testimony of his people. This is one of my favorite chapters because we get to hear from our brothers and sisters in Christ how God has kept them and brought them thus far. Right? So I'm going to ask the graduates to stand. And if you'll come this way and form a line behind me. It's our privilege to celebrate the grace of God at work in the lives of these folks. Let's give him praise. I hadn't anticipated being first. So, wow. <clears throat> I remember one of the first times I was in this chapel was for freshman ordination. Or ordination? Orientation. There we go. That, that comes in a few years, right? <clears throat> freshman orientation late in August of 2000. We'd been here in the Springs for about not even quite two weeks yet. Where I came from, we never had afternoon thunderstorms. I've never seen anything quite like that. And that night, that evening, was the worst thunderstorm I'd ever been in. And I was driving here, lightning was flashing. It was like one of those war movies, one of those old-time war movies where lights are going off and thought he brought me to Colorado Springs to get struck by lightning. <clears throat> and it rained so hard, I've, I've never seen rain like that either. And as I came from the parking lot to the building, I was just drenched, literally dripping wet. And I tried to dry off as best I could, but as I came in here and sat down, of course it was about 95 degrees that day, so the air conditioning was on, so I was very chilled. <laughs> As I sat there and that evening went on, I kept asking God, why have you done this to me? And not the rain, and not being chilled. Why did you bring me to this place? God, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough to do this, Lord. And all I heard was silence. God began a process that night, and he probably started it much earlier than that, but became very real, very tangible that night. And in the months that preceded, and there came a point in every term since I've been here where I just came to the end of myself, and I threw up my hands and said, God, I can't do this. It's almost as if God waited for me to say that and said, okay, now let me. God has provided everything I have needed, and I give him the praise for bringing me thus far. It's our natural tendency when we're going through something to complain, to find fault in it or something wrong with it or difficult. But when we take time to reflect upon the experiences that we've had, we begin to realize that they have been good. 
all of it's been very good. And the best time, and, and this is what I wanted to share and what I hope you'll hear, the very best of it has been the opportunities that we've received as a family to minister together while we study for this work that we've been called to. There are a lot of opportunities for you to join hands with God to build his kingdom. And I can't think of anything that will keep the fire of your calling hotter and the desire more fresh in your heart than doing his business. I felt God's call in my life in 1982, right around the time we got married. Uh, my pastor was a former student here, a graduate of this college. It took me seven years finally to get here. He had talked me into it, but I couldn't quite make it here, several detours. When I got here, I was walking around the circle around Apostles Court one day, and I said, I am finally here. I finally made it to Nazarene Bible College. That was in 1989. Uh, Many things happened. I was here for three years. I went out and, and pastored for a few years, came back again, and uh, kept going at it. And I was walking around the circle one day out here around the Apostles' Court, and I said, I am back again. I'm finally here. I want to keep going and get this done and finish it up. And it was such a great feeling, and I was excited. We were here for about three years, and I went out and... Uh, I, I did finally graduate, and I went out and pastored for another four years and felt the call to come and uh, go through the counseling program. And one day I was out, and I was walking around the circle around Apostles' Court, and I said, <laughs> I'm here again. I'm not sure I can figure this out. Well, one thing I am sure, I know I'm here because God wants me here, and uh, he definitely is faithful, and uh, I want to give him the credit tonight. Professor, I needed to bring my book with me uh, because, you see, uh, uh, I had started a clown ministry some years ago, and uh, it was after the time that I had uh, received a, uh, had a back injury at work, and when I got to a certain point in uh, the healing up process, I had some time on my hands, and I thought, well, I'll pursue a, an age-old dream that I had to become a clown, and so I began to pursue that. And uh, I didn't get very far until I realized that, you know what, I need to have a good, uh, firm theological foundation underneath that clown ministry of mine. And uh, so I prayed about that for two years. And uh, I said, Lord, I'll come out and go to Bible college if you'll uh, remove all the obstacles that, that stand in my way right now. And, and sure enough, God was faithful. He did that. And uh, the biggest obstacle was the first to go, and everything else just kind of fell into place. And so I came out to Nazarene Bible College in 1999, the idea of uh, doing just what I felt that I needed to do, get a good, firm uh, theological uh, foundation underneath my clown ministry, and uh, mission accomplished. And uh, I believe that has happened. And I want to thank God. I want to uh, just give him all the praise and glory. Uh, I believe I've lived out the idea that all things are possible uh, through God who gives us strength. Uh, I could not have undertaken anything like this uh, in and of myself at all. But uh, I want to uh, recognize him for what he's done in my life. 
uh, it's been a difficult road at different times. Uh, and believe me, there were times when I wanted to give up and just say, no, this is too big. I can't do it. But uh, I want to thank uh, some of my, my professors who have uh, been a big encouragement to me. And uh, uh, many, many classmates, some that have already uh, graduated, have been a big uh, influence in my life, big uh, uh, help in keeping me uh, focused and on track. And uh, I just couldn't have uh, made it without God and, and uh, my NBC uh, classmates, professors, uh, people that have... Um, come to mean so much to me and I just want to praise God for what's been accomplished in my life. I feel that I can go out there and, and be a real clown for Christ. Um, I love you so much today. Thank you. Eight and a half years ago I was at a transition point in my life. I had just ended a career with the retail industry of 25 years. Um, due to a move that I did not want to make. And never paid any attention of uh, going to college, especially the Nazarene Bible College. And uh, sitting on the back of my deck one summer afternoon, summer afternoon in August, the scripture verse came to mind, Jeremiah 29:11, for I know the, the plans I have for your life. And never really paid any attention to God's calling on my life until he woke me up and said, I want you to go to the Nazarene Bible College. And you will go at my pace, and I have the plans laid out for you. And I am here to say, Eight years later, I am graduating, and I give him all the glory and the praise. Before I have to say some words of uh, testimony tonight, I would like to read these passages, scriptures, To give the Lord my thanks. To give him praise and glory. Because of what he has done for my life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside quiet water. He restores my soul. He guides me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You'll be Prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflow. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It was a 
it was a journey of suffering and struggle when I came for my first year in the school. But I know that the Lord made some great things for my life, and uh, I, I didn't realize that there were a great uh, brothers and sisters of Christ here in the Bible College that they support my, my school, especially the faculty. Dr. Stelting, I just appreciate your help for my life. Many things that you have done for me and encouraged me for the work of the ministry. And I, I know that all these things is God's answer for my prayer and his will for my life. And uh, all the rest of the faculty, I just appreciate your help. I, I feel strength because of your comfort and your help with my life while I was on this long journey that is end on this, uh, this coming uh, week. So I just praise God for that. And my testimony tonight, wherever God will lead me, I will go. Thank you. Uh, it's been a long road um, for me as well as many of my uh, colleagues. I started in 1998 on campus, and uh, because of my work, I've had to travel all over the country uh, doing ministry. And uh, after a while, it just got to be very burdensome, so I just went online. Actually, I was doing both for a while. And uh, then in the last two years, I just decided to stay online all the way. It's been uh, so I've had the, the best of both worlds, of both being uh, here on campus and getting to know a lot of the teachers, a lot of the professors, a lot of the colleagues. There isn't very many uh, left of the colleagues that started with me. But uh, all through these years, um, you know, two verses have always been at the forefront of my mind. And uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And boy, there's been a lot of struggles. But I know where my strength came from. And uh, the other one is, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all other things shall be added unto it. Uh, my passion is missions. And uh, when I came here, my passion was to get a year uh, in for Bible college and go on and, and go minister outside in, in uh, Asia, in India. Well, the Lord has uh, shown me that I wasn't ready, and I needed to be more prepared. And uh, through the uh, studies, through theology uh, kind of really threw me for loops and uh, really realigned me back with understanding who my God is, who our God is, and how much he loves each and every one of us. And uh, through that, um, it's, it's not for me to go out into Southeast Asia. There's missions right here at home that can be done. Uh, prayerfully and hopefully that's where God will continue to lead me. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm indebted to Nazarene Bible College. There's been a shift in my life from coming from one church and moving into the Nazarene church as well in understanding theology. Uh, you know, uh, uh, things that I needed to know that I wasn't, I wasn't ready, I wasn't sure of, and participating in a church that did not believe the same my beliefs align themselves with the Nazarene church. So I give praise to the professors and the teachers and, and the, the faculty that just put in a lot of time with us and trying to help us and understand and to think for ourselves. And I, and 
understand what God wants out of each and every one of us. And I just give him praise and I give thanks to, to the school. Thank you. Hebrews, Hebrews 10.24 says that we're to spur one another along. And I've been on a journey for many, many years. And I want to give God the glory first for just bringing me along the journey. Even before I came to Nazarene Bible College, I want to say thank you to my, my lovely wife and who's put up with me for a long time. And, uh, and I want her to know that I love her more today than I did when I first stepped my, I put my feet on this campus. And then I want to say thank you to the professors who each one has touched me in a very special way. And then I'd also like to uh, say thank you to, the, to my classmates that have gone on before me that are out there doing ministry right now for the encouragement when I was ready to give up. And then I thank you for the, I want to thank God for the, for those that are on campus today. And those that need encouragement and that encourage me back. I just want to give God the glory and the praise. It's been a struggle, but I give him praise and honor. Thank you. Four years ago, I, I was sitting right where you're sitting tonight, thinking, this is never going to happen to me. I'm never going to make it. Well, you know, that seemed just like yesterday. And here I am. Through God's faithfulness, he was there when I was down in the valley. He was there when I was on the mountaintop. We serve a faithful God. Don't give up. Put your trust in him. Because if he can work in my life, he can work in your life. God is so faithful. He brought us two brand new children. He's brought us through surgeries and he's brought us through sicknesses. He's brought us through financial needs. He was faithful. He does what he says he's going to do. Because he is a faithful God. And the God I serve is the God that you serve. So I know you can do it. Hang in there. God is my best friend. There's no better friend I have than God. But I have a best friend here on earth too. And this best friend has been there when I was discouraged. This best friend should have their name above my name on my diploma. And that name should read Kelly Lee Strauss because she is my best friend and she has been there for me. Would you all stand with me real quick, please? Okay, I promise. Okay, you may be seated. <laughs> I, I needed the practice. They, they didn't teach me that at Nazarene Bible College. 
Well, there, there's, there's a multitude of people that, that I have to thank, uh, but I'm not going to spend that much time. I uh, would like to thank Nazarene Bible College. Uh, in fact, I paid them a lot of money to be nice to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but, but sincerely, I, I, I thank the professors and the faculty at Nazarene Bible College. And uh, uh, I would like to thank my wife, Jan, who has stood by me through all this time. And I'll tell you, it's, it's, uh, she ministered to me during these times, and I thank you, Jan, for that. I love you. And, uh, and by the way, we're going to Gadsden, Alabama. <laughs> so some of, you, some of you Southerners out there, uh, we're excited and looking forward to the, to the, uh, to the ministry down there. God said in, in Ephesians 5.17, he says, Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what God wants you to do. And I want you to know, as, uh, like many of my peers said, that they, they set out there where you are today, and they said they would never make it. And I said the same thing. How on earth are you going to use, use me? But I'm so thankful God has gotten me this far. Amen. In the last couple of months, uh, my wife and I have just been reflecting on our years here at MVC and thinking of how overwhelmed with gratefulness that we have been, that God has put NBC here and brought so many people together here that could be such an encouragement to us and have such an impact on our lives. And today, the scripture that was going through my mind was Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap a reward if you faint not. Uh, I came to NBC for many noble reasons, but the overriding reason I came here was to sing. I wanted to sing just about more than anything, and, and not just for the joy of singing, and, and, and not only for the glory of God. Um, I'm a little nervous tonight because I plan on being a little vulnerable, and I don't like being vulnerable in front of crowds. I like being in control and looking good. But I, I think um, it would probably do me good to share a little bit. Uh, when life circumstances uh, have stripped away all your healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem and dignity, uh, you hold tenaciously to anything that can give you a sense of affirmation, a, a, a sense of, of, of worth. And uh, singing was that for me. I needed it. I needed it what I got from that, but about halfway through my NBC experience, the fix that that gave me was not working anymore, and, uh, and turning to old sinful coping behaviors wasn't working anymore, and uh, my life was pretty much going down the tubes, and uh, I almost lost everything right here in the middle of NBC, right here where the glory comes down. I was willing to almost give it all up and walk away and say, that's it. Well, what was worse was looking inside and looking and dealing with that pain. That seemed, seemed even worse. I used to laugh at my kids because they'd get a scratch and, then, and they wouldn't want to look at it. When they would look at it, they'd squeeze it real hard and a little drop of blood would come up and then they'd start screaming, oh my God! And they would realize how much pain that they were in and uh, that's the way I felt. But uh, um, 
but as my professors know, I've never been very good at uh, holding back my thoughts and my feelings uh, and not verbalizing them. And so I, I brought some people in to my life and opened up, and told them what I was going through. And one man in particular became like an angel to me. He became an incarnation of Christ to me. You know, he had been with me for quite a while, and, and, uh, and he had been teaching me in class and walking the mountains with me and listening with compassion to me and even getting in my face and telling me how selfish I had been and, and, uh, and how not dealing with my problems was not only destroying me, but destroying those who loved me so much. And then something happened to me, like a veil was lifted from before me and some scales fell from my eyes and, 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 and what, was, what, what I saw, what now seems so obvious, that this person was Jesus loving me, accepting me, being patient with me, and even impatient with me, telling me the truth and speaking it in love and sometimes even with anger in his voice. But he was doing it for my sake and on my behalf. My wife gave me a uh, quote a couple of years ago. I don't know who wrote it, but and you probably heard it. But it says, I sought my God, but my God eluded me. I sought myself, but myself I could not see. Then I sought my brother, and I found all three. God started doing an amazing healing process in my life and teaching me new ways to deal with pain and difficulties in my life. And I want the professors to know here that, that your work is not in vain. I'm a testimony of real change that, that really happens. My life is different. I'm a better parent. I'm a better husband. And I am so grateful. And I want to say to you to not grow weary in doing well. And for in due season you will reap a reward if you faint not. He has turned my mourning into dancing, and he's filled my heart with laughter. I knew I was a Bible college student when I began to think of Taco Bell as one of the four food groups. And I knew I was a Bible college student every time I heard that word, oh, exegetical. I knew I was a Bible college student when I looked up and said, can you hear me now? You know, I knew I was a Bible college student when I had a professor write, I'm praying for you. I knew I was a Bible college student when I wrote a check, praying that God would cover it, and he did. I knew I was a Bible college student when perfect love ceased to be a goal and became a reality. My heart's deepest desire is to be a woman of grace, and I'm amazed at how God's used my family, my fellow students, and professors to achieve that goal. My husband, Roy, taught me <clears throat> what unconditional love is all about. Twenty years ago, right now at this moment, I looked at him and said, I do. I do still. Um, fellow students, I've watched you grow and change, and I've seen how God has used you, and that's encouraged me, and that's taught me that he's mightier than what the world throws our way. Professors, you taught me the value of sound reasoning and knowledge but it was more than academics. Your lives taught me grace, love, and kindness. You echo God's great love through your everyday actions and words, and it wasn't the wonderful lectures that drew me closer to Christ. It was you. 
It was his heart beating in your chest that taught me the joy and honor of serving Christ. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have had a wonderful experience at Nazarene Bible College. First, I definitely have to thank God for giving me the strength physically and mentally to go through this journey. Next, I have to thank the professors. They challenged me. They challenged me to develop untapped strengths that I didn't know I had, and I could use these strengths for God. And it wouldn't have happened if I didn't come here. And I really appreciate the work that they have done, and I know God will continue to bless them in their ministry. And I'm going through another change. God spoke to me recently and told me to change my thinking. I'm not lo any longer going to be I want the liberty that God has given me. I'm not going to count how many chapters of the Bible I read, how many verses. The questions I'm going to ask myself to keep myself in check are, did I encounter God today? Did I experience him? And I loved yesterday that uh, video uh, that started before chapel. And that's the kind of God, the Jesus that they couldn't kill, they couldn't stop, the powerful one. That's the type of God, him only, that I want to radiate in my life. So I'm very thankful and appreciative for my experience here. As Professor Like often says, he's given us the grace this far, this far, this far, and to continue on. That will never leave my memory, and I'm thankful for that, Professor Like. The journey here to the Nazarene Bible College has been nothing but fun, challenging, excruciatingly painful sometimes, all kinds of things. And I wanted to share with you a scripture that says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29:11. It is not my, by my strength alone that I've come to the end of this journey we call the Nazarene Bible College. It is only by God's grace and strength that I've completed this task. God has gifted me in love and support from so many people. It would take me quite some time to explain to you each and every individual's investment in my life. I would like to name a few of those who have had the greatest influence. Dr. Ott, for being one of my earthly heroes, you have helped me in giving me hope to continue my first faith journey onto NTS and to live in Jesus' name. To the Wetmore family, for being so generous and allowing me to be a part of your lives and to live among your family. To Jan Deuce, for putting up with my argumentative spirit and loving me despite that. For Professor Patsy Crane, only you will understand this meaning, the Alpha and the Omega. You were my first professor, and now I get to leave you as one of my last. And Jolene Hauser, the words that come to my mind is when I think of you as love, compassion, dedication, and love. I thank God for all of you as you've walked by my side. I thank God for giving me the strength to carry on and to press on to the next chapter in my life. I thank God for allowing me the privilege of being the first college graduate in my entire family, both extended and immediate, and to be given the gift to pioneer as the only Christian in order to pave the way for those to come behind me. Thank you, God, for choosing me despite of who I am, and thank you for letting me begin this legacy. Many years ago I came here and I wrote out a piece of paper of why I should come here. <laughs> and uh, it was my testimony. And I looked at it and reread it and said, God, why are they going to accept this? And he said, because I have sent you here. And 
when I look at that, it looks like trial and error at times. But other times I see his hands helping me out along the way, pushing me along through faith. I came here single. I got married to my beautiful wife, Nicole, and have two beautiful children. God is faithful. He will provide. And this isn't the end. It's just a new beginning. Through Christ, all things are possible. Well, uh, when I came here in 98, I came here with my parents, and I was resentful, and I didn't come here for the Bible college. And I was wondering to myself, what am I here for? And um, that was because my human eyes couldn't see what God had in store for me. And he had so much to give me. Um, like I said, well, like my husband said, you know, I got married, and I had two kids. And... Um, God has had to carry me through at times. It reminded me of that poem of footprints, where it's like there's two set of footprints. We are walking side by side, but there have been many times where there's just been that one. And those were at times even when I was pregnant, so, you know, he could carry quite a bit of weight. <laughs> but, um, and he's had to carry me through these last few months. But now that I'm here, you know, he's just given me the energy to be happy and joyful for what he's given me and to see that and to celebrate. Woo! Well, I didn't come here to get married. I came, <laughs> I came after the death of a marriage. After my husband died, I started questioning, and he said, go to Nazarene Bible College. It's been a long struggle, hard struggle, but I want to give God all the glory bringing through the tests, the grief, the strength, the financials. I couldn't have done it without him. I don't know where the future's leading, but I know who I'm going to follow and that he's going to be capable of taking me wherever I need to go. When I came, when I began, Nazarene Bible College, I had had a life verse that said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding, and he shall direct your paths. And I had that for a long time, but I never knew the meaning of it until I came out here. Uh, I can't say it's been a long time. It, it's, it doesn't seem like a long time. It seems like it's been just yesterday. But I promised God that whatever life I had, that it was his, and that I would follow him wherever. And when I came out here, I began to discover that it was sort of difficult to <laughs> adjust to a new place and to not having my family here and um, a whole new surroundings. But I now know what that verse means. And I know that God never left me. I found him in such a wonderful way within the first year that I was here through my colleagues and many of uh, the professors. And, uh, you know, I'm one of those people that if I'm going somewhere, I have to know where I'm going. I want to know what my destination is. I want to know how long it's going to take. I want to control all these things. It's not that way anymore because I know that I can't control and I don't want to control. 
I'm just grateful that God brought me out here, that he let me be on this wonderful campus. I've never been disappointed. I've never been disappointed in a colleague. I've never been disappointed in a professor. Um, I've been disappointed in grades before, but... <laughs> But uh, it, you have certainly lived up to your reputation as uh, being a wonderful place to be in, a, in, a, in just the godly presence that's here and, and all of the wonderful people that I've met here. I just appreciate him so much, and I appreciate all of you. And I'm, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm happy to go there. <laughs> I can't thank God enough for bringing me to Nazarene Bible College and bringing me, bringing me through Nazarene Bible College. Um, and I don't know if there's any way that I can convey to you how powerfully he has used all of you in my life, um, especially those on the faculty and staff and administration. Um, but I'm going to try. <laughs> um, I had a really, really mixed up view of the world when I got here, a really mixed up view of people and a very, very, very extremely confused picture of God. Um, so I thought I was coming out here to learn about Bible and theology, which I did, but I learned a lot more about God. Um, God knew I needed to, um, to know him in a very different way, and so he picked me up and he transported me out here in this place that was full of his people, people that were obedient to him, that were... Um, sensitive to his promptings. Um, this place where I could see him in a very tangible way. Not only could I see his face in a very tangible way, but I couldn't run from it. Um, I was surrounded. Uh, <laughs> I would try to, you know, I'd run into him on one part of the campus and I'd go across the other side and run smack dab into Jesus again. You know, it was just, um, at times the frequency was so intense and I was getting the same message over and over again. I, I thought, you guys must sit around and talk about this in the morning and figure out, you know, how are you going to mess with Linda's head today, you know? <laughs> but I realized that it was a God thing. You probably had no idea what you were doing, no, um, no idea the impact you were having on my life at the time. There have been so many times I've struggled and I haven't said anything to anybody, or if I have, I've grossly minimized the pain that I was in. But I would come across somebody and they would say just the right word or just the right phrase that I needed to hear to encourage me to keep going. I sensed when I got here that there was something that was getting in the way of my ability to minister. And I felt like God wanted to remove that. And, um... I've realized a lot of things in the last couple of days. Um, one of those was that um, I was very angry. And uh, I was very angry at God. <laughs> and I had been very angry at God for a very long time. And in the last couple of days, I've come to realize that God was there on the day of my birth. And it was his mercy and it was his grace that brought me through. Um, that carried me through my childhood. It was his grace and his mercy that brought me through my time of wandering away from him. It was his grace and mercy that brought me through Nazarene Bible College. 
and it was his grace and mercy that will ultimately bring me home. And I can't thank God enough for his grace and mercy in my life. And I can't thank him enough for loving me so much that he would continue to work on me until I could really see and accept that love for me. Can you believe this? I was listening up here a little earlier and I was a little upset. Some of you were talking about being here a long time and starting in 98. I was a three-year freshman by then. <laughs> but I am living proof that God is faithful. And I'm reminded of Winston Churchill's words in a very trying time in Britain when he spoke to a college class. His speech was never give up. Never give up. The Bible tells us something like that. We're told to run the race so as to claim the prize. It's been a long run. I can't say like some of you that it seems like yesterday when I got here. It doesn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to. I can say that I have thoroughly enjoyed my time here. And I do want to thank my professors, especially Professor Like. He doesn't know how much it meant the one day in class when he was completely vulnerable. How much it made me feel like he does understand. I came to Bible college with all the answers. I'm leaving with all the questions. But I thank God that he is faithful. I like to give my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ all the honor and credit that, do, that is due to him. I found myself here in 1999 by my pastor telling me, you need to go when I answered my call to the ministry. My pastor told me I needed to go to Nazarene Bible College. This is a Baptist pastor. And he said, I even got the packet for you. He came down here and got the packet for myself and Donald Walker. And he says, now we're going to fill this packet out together because that's where you're going. I said, well, you know, God hasn't told me that yet, Pastor. <laughs> so why should I listen to you? But I came. And out of being here, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, how can we say, that we love God who we have not seen. And we can't love our brothers and sisters who we do see. I have a better understanding of that scripture because we are all one in Christ. We are all one in Christ and, and, and that's a joy. I am not going to be long even though I'm a Baptist but I want to share the scripture with you. <laughs> and it comes from Philippians third chapter, Steve hit on it. Not that I have already obtained all of this, I have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, 
but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heaven, heavenward in Christ Jesus. A while back we had cards with that on it. That's on my door my, to my study. And I, I, I look at that often when I go into my study. In 1992, I answered my, uh, my call to salvation in the very church that I am pastoring now. So God has truly been a blessing in my life. And since I've been here at Nazarene Bible College and I read that scripture, I've been in training to prepare me for this race. And sometimes the hurdles have been high. They have been so high that I had to go back again to get a running start to get over them. But I made it over those hurdles with the help of the uh, faculty here, with the help of my classmate, and with the help of prayer. God has brought me through. And I am able to say no more in 2004. No more. <laughs> I have three R's and I am going to leave. My first R is that I, I, I do remember. I, I remember um, my Nazarene Bible College family coming to our house because we have my grandkids at home with us. We have six kids in the house. And, my, and our middle name in our church became Benevolence because they were always giving to us. And my wife said, honey, if we get one more turkey for Christmas, I am going to die. I wish we had a ham. The Nazarene Bible College bus drove up to our house and they came out singing. They had gifts in the box and food and a ham. All my wife could do was cry. And Barb just held on to her and they cried together. So I praise God for that remembrance. I also remember when my wife's mother and grandmother died within a space of two weeks. And she went home at that same time. My oldest daughter went to jail. And that's where we got our grandkids from, four grandkids. And my grades went down tremendously. They went way down, like down. <laughs> Dr. Stelton called me in his office and I just knew I was in trouble. My heart was beating fast. And he said, Joseph, looking at your transcript, I see something is wrong. He said, brother, we need to pray. And he held me and he prayed with me. I remember. My second R is, is to repent. As we are in this training field, there are often things that go wrong in our lives. It's never too late to repent. So we need to repent. And my third and final R is to rejoice. I share in this rejoicing moment that we all have here together. And I encourage those of you that are still here, your time to come to rejoice will be soon. God bless you. It was never my intention to come to Bible College. My desire in life was to be a certified aviation mechanic. But I was halfway through, and the Lord spoke to me and told me to get out. And I understood exactly what he meant. And as I stand here tonight, I'd like to tell you this. I know what it's like to want to walk and not be able to. Twelve months ago, 
I was coming down Powell Boulevard. I was awake, so I know it wasn't a dream. So I leave one other option, a vision. And, and the Lord showed me something. But before I go there, I, I want to go back to the exit interview that we had. After the exit interviews, I, I would ask, Don, wh where are you going, or do you have a church? And I said, no, I don't. But in the exit interview I shared with the, with the three professors that I was with, I said, if five churches were laid before me, I wouldn't take one until God told me, this is the one I want you to have. But as I was coming down Powell Boulevard 12 months ago, God showed me a congregation. And I, and I saw him and said, clear as I'm looking at you right now. And I was sitting on the pulpit with a pastor. And the congregation, the, the whole congregation was around the altar. They were, they were having praise and worship. And when the praise and worship was over, I didn't have no idea that this was going to happen. The pastor pointed at me and he said, you preach. I said, I don't know what to tell them. And I started crying. And when I finished crying, it was like the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, preach to them healing. And the moment I got up and started preaching healing, I recovered healing in my body. And I said, Lord, I just want to be obedient to you. Because I remember one time before, I, I got sick. And there were some folks that laughed at me. And God showed me something in the book of Jeremiah. And when he showed it to me, I got up and I looked in the mirror and I said, God, today, I'm going to either believe you or I'm going to believe the doctors. And today, I choose to believe you. That morning, I threw the medication away and God healed my body that same day. And when I told my testimony in the church, the people couldn't believe it. And I remember that song that lady sang, I think her name is Keaton. So he, he, if he did it once, he'll do it again. And the only thing I know to do is trust his word. But before I leave here, I'd like to say thanks to the NBC staff for the support, and especially the library staff. I thank you, God bless you, and I love you. To God be the glory, great things he hath done. Just um, for the first time I stand in front of a microphone without some kind of speech to say, but I remember when we first got here five years ago, um, I remember saying, no, I'm not going to take classes. I'm just going to be the best wife that I can be, <laughs> support my husband. <laughs> And I also asked God not to let me leave here the same as I got here. Well, Troy, <laughs> I am leaving here changed and renewed. And hopefully the best wife that I can be to support my husband. I love you. My name is Steve Parker, <clears throat> and I'm an addicted Nazarene Biowheel College student. <laughs> I've been abusing Bible College since 1983, <laughs> my freshman year. That has actually been a very much a regret for me. 
I came out here in 1983 with my wife. It was just her and I. And uh, I have been to this college off and on. Yeah, it works. Good. All right, just check it. <laughs> I just want to make sure that <clears throat> that, that works. Um, <clears throat> a lot of my original professors will not see this moment. It, it is very humorous. I remember every one of my exit interviews. I think there was... <laughs> of course, the last couple were... So how long have you been going here? Okay. But you know, um, there were times where I was educationally dead to this institution and thought I'd never be back here again and that... I would be suppressing that call that God has given me. He has been extremely faithful to me, unrelentless in his call. He never releases the burn that he's given me and the burden. Two years ago, He told me, if you don't finish this college, if you don't graduate, you will be disobedient to me. When he makes it that clear, and I'm so glad he did, I realized that I had to finish. There were many people who came alongside me in this room tonight who urged me on. Professor Lambright and my wife, who I remember in my interview <clears throat> for the cohort, they were worried about my wife. I'm thinking, man, if, if she could go do this, I mean, we'd be done by now, you know. <laughs> she was and is so supportive. But I just want to let you know, for those of you who have been up here and thought it was a long time, 1983, my freshman year. Between 83 and, and now, I don't know. I know I'm a senior now. <laughs> but there were times, I, junior, uh, sophomore, I'm not sure what, you know, what I am, but I'm here. Uh, by the way, I'm looking for someone who would like to carry the torch <laughs> for the next 20 years. But, uh. No, but God has been very faithful to me. And I stand before you to let you know that as many times as I gave up on him, as many times as I cut the rope from the dock and let my ship drift, he called me. And sometimes it was real loud. And sometimes it was real soft. But he did not give up on me. Thank you.
I feel tonight a great kinship with Paul. And have you ever read about all the things that Paul went through? I can identify with them tonight. I've had a lot of thorns in my flesh. Miss Posey, you read a poem sometimes about the freshman, the sophomore, the junior, and the senior. I started backwards. When I was a freshman, I thought I knew everything and you couldn't tell me anything. And it is now that I'm a junior, I'm almost afraid to walk out of the door because of what you've taught me. I'd like for just one moment for everyone who has taught me in their class to stand up. All the professors that have taught me. I like. <laughs> I want to say to you, thank you. I'm so grateful to God that each and every one of you has touched my life. I'm grateful. Thank you. Dr. Stelting, would you stand? This is a man that his heart is as big as this building. And I appreciate you so much, more than words can say. I remember coming to your office one day, trying to hide my pain with my husband. And you asked him if it was okay if you hugged me and prayed with me. And at that moment, if he had said no, I'd have divorced him. <laughs> I needed it so badly. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, Professor Likes, you talked to me about my call and you woke up something inside of me. I'm eternally grateful. Professor Crane, you waited till my last semester to teach me so much and I'm grateful. I got really sick after coming here. And um, I remember one day I had done my homework. And it was a lot of homework. I'm talking about Professor Ott's class. <laughs> Can you relate? I'd done my homework and I was at work. I finally put the pen down. And I was ready to go to class and I had about two hours left before class. And I wind up passing out at work and going to the ER. And they admitted me that night into uh, intensive care. I called Professor Ott to tell him that I was not going to make it to class. He had only been here 
maybe a month, and um, he asked me where I was. And I told him the hospital, and I was in the ER. And he said, would you mind if I came and prayed with you? And I said, do you know where I'm at? And he says, I'll find you. I said, but can you get on a military installation? I'll be there in a few minutes. And I looked up, and I saw a smiling face. He touched my hand, and he prayed for me. I can't tell you all the people that have touched me and prayed for me and have prayed me through this, but I can tell you I love you, I'll never forget you, and I appreciate my experience here. And there's one thing that I've learned is that God's grace truly is sufficient. It truly is sufficient. And if Martin was alive, I'd like to tell him that I was not judged by the color of my skin, but by the content of my character. And for that, I'm truly grateful. God bless you all. Stand and let's sing. But I need at least a chord. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Go in peace.